what's going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. How are we doing on a Wednesday? Today is the 16th, November 16th, 2022. What's going on out there? Thanks for joining us on today's podcast. Uh, on today's show, we're going to talk about uh, getting banned from books. It's just an interesting topic that a lot of people seem to want to talk about. People I meet, people online, everyone seems to have questions about getting banned. So we'll talk about that on today's show. Uh, remember, if you want to start playing daily fantasy style games where you build a lineup, a DFS lineup with player props, check out Thrive Fantasy. They've taken player prop betting to the next level, made it so much more fun, different games, different ways of betting, including player prop parlays. Check them out online or download the app Thrive Fantasy. Put in promo code SBD when you're signing up for a 100% deposit match up to 100 bucks. Thrive Fantasy promo code SBD. All right, so like I said, this is just an interesting topic because a lot of people seem to have questions about getting banned. Um, it's something that's happened to me for the majority of my career. It's something that right now I'm just used to, and it's part of the game, if you will. I mean, all the stuff I do when I'm arbitraging and hedging and doing all these different investment techniques, I do it with the with the uh, with the knowledge that these books will ban you if you start to win consistently. Now, let's be clear about this. If you just simply win, especially if it's over a short period of time, you're likely not going to get banned. And let's define what winning is. Winning is winning a substantial amount of money in this short period of time. So let's say this, this short period of time is over the course of a month. If you win anything less than maybe ten to $15,000 in any given month, probably not a huge deal. I've talked to people before that say, why haven't I been banned? I've done nothing but win. And when I ask them how much they've won, it's usually a couple thousand dollars over a year, two years, whatever. Even if it's $50,000 over the course of two and a half, three years, probably not going to do enough to raise the red flags. What these books are looking for is consistent, substantial winning and a few other things. So if you're just winning, you're likely not getting banned. These books are looking for sharp plays. If you're winning a lot of money making three-team parlays, I guarantee you 100% you're not going to get banned. If you've made a lot of money with teasers and same-game parlays and first touchdown scorer bets, they're going to welcome your money all day long. It's because they know that's not sustainable, okay? What these books look for is sustainable winners. Once they identify someone or their computer that they use to profile these bettors, once they identify someone they think is going to win long-term for whatever reason, then people get banned. So it usually comes with playing really sharp sides, making a lot of money in these sharp sides, and usually betting sharp book or sharp uh, markets. Okay, if it's a lot easier to get banned making $15,000 in a weekend on the NHL than it is making $15,000 in a weekend on the NFL. A lot easier. In smaller markets where there's less information out there in the public, like hockey, soccer, college basketball, if they think you have a source of information that can beat them, you'll get banned. So really everything comes down to if the book thinks you're going to be a long-term winner, they'll ban you. If you've made an ungodly amount of money, but the book hasn't banned you yet, that's simple. That only means one thing. They haven't profiled you as a winning better yet. They think you're winning, but they think you're not going to win in the long run. Now, they may be wrong, but that's simply what the books think about you. And so banning is, it has become quite common. Now, there are books who do push back 
at this, right? Uh, Jeffrey Benson, who owns Circus, or he's a sportsbook manager at Circus Sports, one of the most prominent books in Las Vegas. They're 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 all over social media, and this guy Jeffrey Benson really scoffs at the idea of banning people because he thinks, like I would think if I owned a sports book, there's an inherent advantage to taking sharp action and knowing where the sharps are at. If you if you make a habit of kicking everyone out of your book who's winning, you're not going to be any customers left at the end of the day. So it is something that happens a lot, even though some books are kind of trying to go more and more away from it and make it known that they take sharp action. It happens all the time. And the reason why it happens, why people get banned, is largely because sports books aren't really as smart as a lot of people think they are. You know, the, the idea that, oh, Vegas always knows, man, Vegas gets these numbers always so right. When people say Vegas, right, that's that's a lot of credit to be giving to, a, to one entity. That's usually a couple sports books that come out with an opening line and then everyone else in the world copies. Okay, if you're using FanDuel, BetMGM, PointsBet, Superbook, MyBookie, any of these things, any of these sports books, you're using a sports book that doesn't come up with their own line. They copy other lines. They move their line when other sports book move uh, sports books move their lines. And so, if you get a FanDuel who's taking sharp action from a sports better, it's very obvious based on everything we talked about that that sports better knows more about that game in that market than FanDuel does. FanDuel doesn't really know. They're just doing what a monkey would do. They're copying another sports book, trying to trying to do their best to to monitor other books move when the other books move, and that's about it. So they're not interested in taking action from someone who's going to win long-term because they have soft markets. That's why you see FanDuel offering kind of really bad households and, and really marketing same-game parlays, things like that. They're trying to take advantage of the suckers because they've been taking advantage of, of the pro bettors, right? And, and they've kicked them out. And now they have to find a way to make money. So they have to find a way to keep generating money from all the square betters, which eventually, in my opinion, is going to run out. But getting banned is a, is, a, is a serious thing. And here's how it usually goes. You usually don't get any notification. I've been notified through email. Uh, I got a text one time. I got notified on the actual app. But it happens very quickly. They determine you to be a losing sports better. And depending on the sports book, they may just take your money. Now, that's less common these days. I've been banned from a couple offshore places. They just took my money. They shut down uh, one place, closed the entire book, and I never heard from them again. You know, uh, uh, there's a couple places here locally. Points bets, one of them. They paid out once they canceled my account. Um, you know, and then there's other sports books who simply lower your limits. You know, that's happened to me before with BetMGM. My limits have just been lowered. And so... You know, it's it's uh, it's kind of a riffing show today, just kind of going off talking about being banned because it's happened before. I think my my totals up to like six or seven books that I've been banned at. Uh, I think I said five or six earlier, but thinking about it, it's definitely at least six, if not seven, sports books that I've had to deal with this with, and that's that's prominent books, offshore books, independent bookies. You know, it's different for different situations, but. Um, a way to avoid it. So if you're catching some heat, you're winning at a sports book, here's some things that I've gotten in trouble with in the past that you can look to avoid. First of all, if you're going to arbitrage or hedge or try and guarantee any kind of profit, you want to do this on different books. 
Okay, an issue I made or mistake I made was taking a heavy underdog, double chance. Okay, so plus a half or double chance, meaning in soccer, if they win, we win the bet. And if it ends in a tie, we win the bet. Okay, so I took a heavy, heavy underdog, like plus 300, plus 400, double chance. And they were winning the game in the second half. Then I took the other team around plus 200, plus 300, double chance, same bet. So if it ends in a tie, which it did, I made 20 to one essentially on my bet. So it was a hugely profitable bet for me, but I did it on the same sports book. So that put up a red flag. So what you want to do is if you're using these different money management techniques we've talked about before, like hedging, arbitraging, middling, things like that, you typically want to do this on different sports books. Don't cause any disturbances immediately by uh, arbitraging or hedging on the same sports book. They're going to notice that and they don't like guaranteeing when you win money. That's what they're trying to do, right? They're trying to guarantee winning on every game. Once you guarantee you can win money, that's how you get banned. Okay, and I know it's hypocritical, but that's why we're talking about this today. So you can try and avoid these things. Um, the, another way that you can get banned quickly is steam chasing. Okay, steam chasing is if you see the line move at a very, very prominent sports book like uh, like Bet Online that does a lot of the control of the market, and you just try and beat BetMGM or you know fill in the blank for any other sports book to their line moves you're going to get banned that's called steam chasing that's trying to beat the line ma- the line maker to moving the line and if you can catch five cents here ten cents there that's hugely enormously profitable so that's another way of steam chasing and then finally like i said if you're playing small market games and winning you may get banned okay if you're if you're playing hockey soccer you know, anything really, really small without that much liquid uh, liquidity in the market, and you're really doing well, you may get banned. They may lower your limits. They may ban you. They don't, don't they don't need to give you a reason either. Let's just say we don't, you know, want your action anymore. But be careful. It can happen to you. It's happened to a lot of people I know. It happened to me several times, and it's a very, very prominent, very real thing in this industry. So, all right, that does it for today's show. Thanks so much for listening. Good luck, whatever you have going on today or tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here on Sports Betting Daily.